Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the five-star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards, and with me today is my friend Peps. Peps, how are you? Yeah, hello. Um, I'm fine. I'm always glad to be here, Scott. How are you? Today? I'm doing lovely. We have a lot to talk about this week, um, which is always nice. Uh, we have, of course, Sariism to review, Chapter 3, Sari's uh, latest show another sold out show at that i think it's time to start running cork and um we also hall oh geez (laughs) that's the dream right um if she ever runs sumo hall then uh i mean unagi wants to run tokyo dome so no unagi wants to do a lot of things um tokyo dome's a little bit much but if she you know she gets a bigger building than cork and i'm gonna applaud her um we have the Max Hart tournament, which kicks off this weekend. We also have a lot of stardom news results and a little bit of review to get to after having their press conference this week. So lots to have fun with here today. But before we get into it, uh, Peps, how have you liked the start of the year in Joshi? Oh, okay. There's like a lot that happened, of course, yeah. with, with- Outside, of course, in the card, we had like four really big matches in different promotion, actually, with the, the Mayu Ibatani Vishiri match, uh, Machislamu versus Mio Yamashita, then Akino versus Miyamono, that for me wasn't as good as people made it, but, but that's that's just me thinking Akino was really boring in the year 2024. And of course, we will quickly talk about in, in a bit. Um, the the Cerise main event that was like the best women's match for me this year, together with the Mayu Vishiri one. But overall, there's a lot to look forward to in the upcoming weeks, in the upcoming months, and we have pretty much all promotions set up for a good 2024. Nearly yeah, all I, I like where we're at right now. Um, but as we learned last year, we kind of have to be careful with getting a little bit too excited uh, because last year, right, the year started off so well. And well, not necessarily for stardom. Stardom was uh, triangle derbied, and we know how that went. This year's a lot different. They have they have title matches on their house shows now. We're back to the old days with that, which is very exciting. Obviously, this past weekend that didn't actually get to happen, but. Uh, I think the vibes of the Joshi world are much higher right now, uh, whether you're enjoying every single match that has happened that people are talking about, or if you have, uh, I don't know, liked one or two, even so. Um, there's There's a lot to like. I think there's something for everyone in Joshi right now, and I just hope that keeps up moving forward because I think, uh, I think there's, 
plenty of talent to make this a big year in Joshi, but as we know, uh, it's more of a wait and see. But let's get to our first topic of the day, and that, of course, is Sariism Chapter 3, live from Shinjuku Face. You can check it out on sarilive.com. Uh, you can still buy it, I'm pretty sure. I don't think, I think uh, replace until the 30th. Yes, which I would say is plenty of time if you want to check out that show. Uh, we had a five-match card, including a super main event between Sari and Jihiro Hashimoto. Uh, but let's start at the very top. Like I said, 585 sold out crowd here to the absolute, uh, like there was no room. The, no. Every, every seat, every possible thing was taken up, and it's just great to see that. Um, and I again, I question why does she not run a bigger venue? I, th- I think she is underestimating how big she is sometimes, um, just based off yeah. of three straight sellouts. You know, the, the thing just is there's definitely a difference between selling 580 tickets in Shinjuku. Or selling 1.2 thousand in Kurikin or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I think she would have to put on a better card, like a, a even stronger card. But even so, I do believe that she could get the 1.2. With she ease. she needs to make the next step eventually. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I understand like fun. liking Shinjuku Face because it's a very intimate venue. Um, it's very. Uh, I know for a lot of people, it's like one of their favorites, but. I don't know, Corkin's Corkin. And I I think I think maybe the next one she does make the step up. Uh, but let's get to the first match on the card. It was Mio Momono and Rico Kawahata defeating the Inaba sisters, Azusa Inaba and Tomoka Inaba in eleven minutes and twenty-six seconds. I think this is the type of match that like should open most shows. Uh you have, you know, the young talent that i think a lot of people are excited about with all four of them one way or the other uh putting on a show i think the inabas desperately need to be doing more than just just tap out please i i've pleaded i have continuously said this for what feels like over a year now i, I just remember when anaba had the match with uh suzu suzuki at taka taichi mania the la- oh, yeah. i think it was the last one that they had yeah, yeah. that they ever had of it and i just with was the, like oh my yeah with the um shingo teichi match yes 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 and i and i said to myself okay inaba should have a big year coming up and then she just wasn't anywhere and unless you watch jto which good luck um you just don't get to see a lot of Inaba. Azusa Inaba, on the other hand, of course, debuted in 2023. And we've seen a good amount of her. She She's making the rounds. She's here, there, and everywhere. And for my money for last year, I thought she was probably the best in-ring rookie um, just because she has so much of what Tomoka does. But pretty pretty easy. Like, it's just the kicks. Like, it's just the basics. And sometimes the basics is good enough. Uh, but I thought this match was really strong to start off the show. Nothing like out of this world that I think if you put, say, Mio and Tomoka in a singles match, they could potentially do. Uh, but this is this was a hard start. It might have been my second favorite match of the entire show. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. It's it's just always cool to see these these especially young wrestlers that rarely get the chance outside of the home promotions. I would count in Riku in that category at this point because she 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 does nothing outside of Mobless. Okay, yeah. may, maybe the Noah gimmick, but you know that that's not Riku. That's the great Sakuya. <laughs> of course. Um, so them, especially it's them seeing facing off that we rarely see outside of whenever Tomoka's taking um, just about uh, Tomoka's taking Marvelous bookings, which happens like three times a year or something like that, is, is fantastic to see because they have the chemistry. You see that instantly. Um, the, the Tomoka Miyamomono se- uh, sequences were fantastic. They, you know, I, I think we don't need to praise Mio here because everyone knows who no. listens to this podcast, considering you are the host. How awesome you <laughs> <Mio> is. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's cool to see her mix, m- mixing up with other amazing young talents instead of, you know, what we normally see with me or her being more of the underdog against the veterans. And they they work just well together. Azusa, the thing with Azusa is just she's able to... She has a karate background. I think mm-hmm. she's... Well, did competitions on national level, so she is like really good at it, of course, black belt, and she's able to incorporate her karate skills into wrestling pretty early. Um, as in comparison to Tomoka, who needed at least a year longer to to really figure yeah. it out how to get it going. Of course, part of it is just um, she's likely training with Tomoka, and Tomoka figured it out, so Tomoka was able to help Atsuza here. But it's mm-hmm. just you have here a assisted duo that both are pretty much either already prodigies or are on their way to be prodigies, and that's mm-hmm. scary. <laughs> there, there's a great benefit uh, for Zeus of just you know having Tomoka to kind of lead the way for her, um, and I and I think that's why she has so many opportunities to go other places i mean stardom has used azusa in big spots already she got to be part of the uh rookie showcase essentially at the sumo hall show which is pretty crazy so uh they had her I, both I, I, matches on a new blood for the, for the tag belts and like yes. her eighth match or something like that and that yeah, challenge rena right match against rena yeah. yeah and and uh, the crazy. new blood against karma and stalakid Yes, yes, yes. Which is like, obviously, they they clearly see something in her. And I think, hopefully, I'm hoping. I have no idea if this will actually happen, but I do hope that 2024 is a busier year for both of them in the terms of us getting to actually see them wrestle. But I, I would think so. They are currently teasing. I don't know how much just about law you know. I know just about law. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I just know they're going. They're doing a feud between the two. Yeah, they're they're kind of teasing right now a a feud, but the problem is, of course, that just about title the the Queen of JTO belt that Tomoka won again for the third time has like a ranking system. You need to work your rank. Uh, you need to work your way up to challenge, and Atsusa's like seventh, and Inab, of course, is champions first. So they are now doing the JTO tournament. JTO Girls tournament where the the winners pretty much or the winners walking out as JTO Girls champion, and Atsuza now needs to defeat Aoi to make it to the finals where she most likely will face Tomoka and the Kuriken one year after her debut against her against Tomoka. But this that time, of course, be would be for the belt. 
And, so, and we're we're gonna have to find that match. That's what we're gonna have to do. Yeah. Uh, I'll be very upset if. We or, or they just run back all you versus Tomaka number five hundred fifty. Yeah, please don't do that. Please, please don't do that. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need. Listen, I, I didn't have to. I couldn't see like half of the other ones anyway, so it's, it's fine. Just give me, give me Azusa. Give me Tomoka. That's the one everyone wants to see. Uh, next match: Aja Kong and Jaguar defeated Chichi and Kazuna Tanaka. Not a big shock here. You see the two rookies against the two vets. Um, I thought anything with Aja Kong was pretty solid, and anything with Jaguar was pretty bad. Yeah, you notice with with Jaguar when she really wants to show out and when she doesn't want to. Yeah. Are, I I don't know where it was. I think it was zero one or something like that, and in, in in the sumo hall or something like that, where she where she really tried, but you know that's like sumo hall, like Oda City Ward, and not. Yeah, whatever this is, um, so exactly. She, she didn't really try, and Aja Kong. I mean, Aja didn't really try either. But the thing is with Aja is that whatever she does is just awesome because she's Aja and just no cells and eats people up, and that's easy to do. <laughs> yeah, like Aja, Aja not going all out is very different from pretty much every senior wrestler in Joshi. Because, like, like you said, like. What Aja does is a lot cooler than what most of them do. Um, and, you know, sometimes we'll see her give a little more to these rookies rather than, like... When she other... takes a bump, it's it's a success for the rookies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I thought Chi-Chi and Kazuna, they work together well. Um, the best part of this match was Kazuna going the wrong way in her entrance. That's about... <laughs> that, was, that was the best part. She just absolutely... I mean, I mean was lost she's not used to she she's a wave she's not used to, to see a full, full <laughs> no. pack in your face no no she's not used to <laughs> there's one entrance way you cannot walk through where the crowd is when it's packed <laughs> which is very funny um and if if there's anything to watch from this match it's actually just that 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 was the best part but if you want to see how the two rookies did it still works yeah they they did it well enough um I'm I'm sorry if I if I need to talk, but but Kizuna had her her big moment on the Arisen Arsian show last week, um, on 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 the twelfth, where, where she got mm. put over by her mother after the I mean she didn't wrestle her mother, but after the the, the show ended with um, Yumi Fukua, uh, Fukawa her mother raising her arm and then presenting her to the crowd pretty much, so she she definitely is in for good 2024, especially it's Wave Tag Show. Yes, I'm very intrigued to see what they are willing to give her. Um, Just like overall, because I think she's, again, one of the best rookies. 2023 had a lot of great rookies debut. Um, Obviously, I mean, I talk about the stardom ones at nauseum at this point. Um, and I will later. Don't 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 anyone worry. I mean, um, we had like three on the show alone with GP yes, but with like Atsuza and Kizuna. But it's just like I don't know how anyone finds it not exciting. I think the rookies of Joshi right now are one of the best stories because so many of them I think have such bright futures if all goes right, and Kizuna is absolutely one of them. Uh, you know, she obviously has the talent and she obviously has the backing. I'm just hopeful that we don't have to wait. And it helps that she's already a tag champion, you know, quicker than Kohaku. 
Um, <laughs> I'm hopeful that Wave is willing to just keep going with her. I don't need anyone waiting. You know, like I, that's one thing with these indie Joshi companies that will never go away. We always have to wait. No, no more waiting. Go with Kazuna. You need to go with Kazuna. But the, the thing is just with, with her, of course, is she, she's a rookie and we know how this business works, especially in uh-huh. Japanese wrestling, how freelancers don't, especially freelancers and big names that you need, uh, that you need to, to have your, your, your top girls go over um yeah. for, for example um um he has a little for, for example like in Hashi has the same problem right now in ice room she mm-hmm. just does not have these stars that elevate her at and least she's kisuna, champion at least she's champion yes kisuna <laughs> will run eventually to the same problem which is you know her tech team yeah. title run will not it will not go long because simply you know she cannot beat everyone and you cannot beat Manny. She cannot even beat, you know. I mean, I, I would be shocked if she can beat, like, like if she can have one or two defenses, but that's nothing. You just need to invest in her and Hanukkah, considering Nozaki's gone and you need your A's build up quickly because um, Yuki Miyazaki is also not the youngest anymore, especially not someone that is in her prime. I would say no, no, she is not. She she she's over it. Yeah, she she needs to do a lot of comedy in her matches to fill it up and all of that. So you definitely mm. need to find out something to, to figure yeah, out. Everyone something. knows how I feel about comedy wrestling. I don't usually like it. Uh, Takumi Roha defeated Miyuki Takase in ten minutes and twenty seven seconds. Um, hmm. okay. But before you start going into this match, how how did you feel about the the Miyuki Takazi versus Mio match from the other reason? I think I liked it better because I I I did not like that it went like twenty minutes because they clearly were not interested to fill twenty minutes. Yeah, and so I hope this match is going to be shorter. Well, it was way shorter. too short then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember when, th- when this match ended, I was like, oh, uh, all right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, uh, sure. Uh, yeah, this match, like, never got to the gear that I wanted it to. And that comes with the time, right? They were building up, building up, building up. Then they have, like, this little, you know, surge at the end. And then Takumi just wins. And I was like, what what happened? What what are we doing? Uh I just in other words, Miyuki Takase happened. Yeah, yeah. So uh No, but but for real. I think the match itself was they built it up really well. The the final two minutes were good. Just Yeah, but I needed more than two minutes. Yeah, just like Especially if your match is only ten minutes. So your match is only ten minutes. You need to you need to pack those minutes. It's, it's weird that it give Mio with her twenty minutes and then decide, okay, let's this goes like half of it. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't make sense at all? Uh yeah, I definitely liked the Mio one better, even though I did think that was too long. That would have been nice at like a fifteen minute capper. Um, but this definitely should have been like fifteen minutes. And Takase, man, what happened? 
what he's happened. doubles champion. <laughs> she is, but like, it's too late. I'm not interested anymore. I, I watched this match and I went into this match saying, this is a big one for me and my interest levels. And it just left me wanting so much more. And now it's like, all right. It feels like we reached a point with Takaze where, where she doesn't now reach a point where she doesn't want to be the workers anymore. Of this, Yeah, which sucks. Which, which sucks. <laughs> But I get it because in the end you just destroyed your body for for being a jobber. But yeah, it's well. the freelance life. Um, I I I will say I thought Takumi looked good um, in her offense here. Uh, Takumi obviously yeah. had a very Takumi's weird, forgettable 2023, which mostly was U.S. matches. She's, yeah, her run is really weird recently. Since she came back from the, I mean, pretty much in, since she dropped the belt, vacated uh, it. It's like yeah. she did nothing. Very hit or miss, and very much like nothing to really hit in. If that makes sense, I I like the magenta tag. Um, yeah, you notice when when she you know still wants to because then she's still really good. Um, I yeah. like. I think she was she was good in this reason two main event. Yeah, she was good in that. Arisa together, they were, yeah. she was good there, and I think I think the, she knows when to turn it on. I just wish yeah, just, it was a, more. A couple of these, I think she was good in the in the Oz and in the Gunbarrett match that I just saw. Yeah, she was good in that but, too. She's good with the like, bright lights, if which is good. Obviously, that's what we want. Uh, but. I thought I, th- I thought this was a chance for her to have a her first really good singles match in a while, and I'm not really blaming e- I'm not blaming her for this. Um, I'm just hoping she we get one soon because like I the mean, tags, everything we just named were tags. The the last great singles match out of my hat, and even I thought I mean we we I think everyone agreed that it was underwhelming was the Hashimoto one. Yeah. And that was but both of them were underwhelming. Yeah. Maybe before we had Iroha uh, against Utami in um, uh, Johor, I think it was. Like <laughs> that's, that's a long time ago. Yeah, her last like great matches, like singles matches, was in the five star. The Shuri one, yeah. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, that says it all. I mean, there is likely there's likely one in, in West Coast, but West Coast doesn't count. Well, she's fighting yeah. Venny at the end of the month, so uh, yeah, but it's in America. I don't know how much. It's exactly, wrong. exactly. So I will watch it. I'll get my hopes up, and we will see. Uh, but let's—I <laughs> did not get my hopes up for this match. Uh, <laughs> Kara Ito and Unai Takahashi defeated Kurumi Haragi and Unagi Sayaka. This match sucked, like plain and simple. I did and it, not have a good time. And I, I don't know why, because, you know, I, I think... I do! <laughs> I mean, okay, you, you know, I'm high on Kurumi. Um, no, you can be high on three point. of the four people in this match. Yes. And the problem is the match was built around the fourth one. Yes, exactly. I thought everything with Kurumi and Nanai... I thought Kurumi actually did really good in this match. Um, and Nanai have great chemistry because they are similarly built and then have similar style that just works. Yes. Nagi's they run into each other. Always works well. Kari Ito, you know, I get why she's on the card. 
And that's yes, why I hate Sari. Sari loves her. Oh my god. Yeah, she, she's she's a Sari's um, coach or mentor, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I get it. You know, I get it. But well, how about booking her in a dog match? <laughs> so not the semi main event preferably i liked when especially uh, not 20 minutes it went 20 minutes cage match got the time wrong it went 20 minutes yeah i was gonna say 15 25 is not right it, yeah i felt like i minute 25 i said it was i told alex it was the longest match i ever watched <laughs> and alex said longer than starlight kid and not to play i was like it felt like it like this look this, and i remember how long that match felt uh but this match felt like it was never ending because i feel like i was just watching ito and a boston crab on unagi for like 25 minutes and i was like man can we just can you get through this i think the biggest shock to me and this is maybe a a blessing in disguise that the one that is, you know, booking the 1.2 thousand person Corkins didn't get pinned. Yeah, she, she, she's Iron Man champion. She can't get pinned. Oh, right. You're right. <laughs> That's true. Silly me. What a, I, I don't, what I don't a way know. around I things. That is the case. I think she got pinned in, in, in the in the Marvelous match the day before or something. <laughs> yeah, she probably but, did. They did have like an animation match where where I think I think Tomoka or Tomoko pinned like Rico or something like that, and, and then wow, that's that's ass. <laughs> that's I don't know. Uh... yeah. I you know I don't I I get it. You know the the thing about this match is originally Ariza was scheduled to be in here, so at least you know that would it would have been, much been more worked fun for a me. bit better. Instead of yeah. Nanae, but at the same time, of course, I don't know if Kurumi would have worked against Arisa as good as she worked against Nanae. So yeah. I don't the know. perfect match would have been Nanae and Harisa versus these two. But oh yeah, especially as a reunion, that would be. But cool. I can, I could dream. I guess. No, we don't get it anymore. No, no, no. All right, let's get away from this match. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Let's talk about the main event. Sari versus Jihiro Hashimoto with Sari getting the victory over the Sendai Girls ace. Uh, This match was tremendous. And I don't think that is really all that shocking to anyone when... I talk about a match that includes these two talents. Um, I remember being pretty blown away by Sari's return match against Hashimoto just because, like, when you have the expectation of, okay, you're coming from WWE, we know how this goes, like, people usually have a lot of rust and so she on has and so not forth. wrestled really in two and a half years. Right. And she kind of, like, within that one match got rid of the rust. Um, so this time you cut you everyone had the expectation that it would be better. Um, or at least I would hope they had the expectation would be better. And it absolutely was um, just a fantastic back and forth between these two. Uh, Hashimoto being the absolute beast in the early going, um, you know, kind of breaking her down with the mat work and kind of just being the bully before Sari snaps. And once Sari snaps, this match goes from like, okay, this is pretty good to oh, this is this is this is fantastic. This is phenomenal. Uh, you know, they pretty much tear apart Shinjuku face. 
um, including when Hashimoto straight up uh, spine, like hit a spine buster into the chairs on the stage. That was nasty. I just, I just like sat back in my chair. I was like, oh my God. Uh, but once they got back in the ring, it was just this all out uh, fight between the two to f- and then ultimately sorry would get the win in the end after hitting I think three did she hit three of her I think she finishes? hit two she had two regular ones and then she hit the yeah, um, arm yeah. capture yeah yeah, yeah. Um, to get the win it was fantastic and this is like this was one of those like endings where it really felt like it had to end if that makes sense like I did not want to kick out once she hit the arm capture like, I was like, no, this is it. This is perfect. And it was. And it ended. Fantastic match. One of the best matches in wrestling this year. Uh, one of the best matches in Joshi this year. If you have it as your Joshi match of the year, I totally would get that. Um, I think most people probably do, truthfully. Uh, just fantastic. And I, I can't wait to see what Sari does next. And I think we kind of get to that point all the time now. It's like, okay. Now what's going to be next and what's going to be next? That's how I'm feeling. But for this, this is why Sariism is always worth it. Always her match. Her her match always delivers. Yeah, it was likely the best of the three. Um, yes, yes, yes. I, I liked it more than the tag in the first one. The, the best thing about this match for me was just the struggle and the, the dramatic atmosphere they, they created with Sari just struggling to get any offense in with, you know, Hashimoto just being the perfect beast that she needs to slay. And they build it up throughout this match with Sari more and more get her offense in and then finds a way to slowly take down Hashimoto in the end. In the end, then she did. And it just, well, she didn't got, you know, they, they labeled it as, as revenge. And she got her revenge on Hashimoto in a unbelievable match for, for me it was likely the second best match of the year behind okada danielson and it's just because they did you know they didn't do anything unnecessary in the match everything they did in the match kind of made sense and in hindsight elevated the match it was you know one of my favorite spots that, that didn't really get picked up was um hashimoto was like hanging in 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 this so um, I think she they were like both on the top rope and Hashimoto got got punched got punched back it was like hanging and Sari instantly went went for the double foot stomp instead of like waiting and building it up like you'd normally do with like you know the one that that eats the double foot stomp looks kind of idiotic a bit because they just could roll out or something and some some these little details that they had in this match were just awesome. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, uh, I think I think when you have the big main event 
style match. My favorite part about this match is it didn't uh it didn't hit the 30, right? It didn't. No, I, no, 24. I yes. I I'm not looking at cage match, so I did not have the time in front of me. Uh but it didn't come close to the 30. Remember because like the whole point was we're going to make a 60 minute time limit and you know we're not we're not we're going to keep wrestling keep fighting and i love when the matches don't even tease that it's just like no we're actually going to destroy each other um we're going to ignore that and we're just going to go all out because i think a lot of the time when there's like an emphasis on time limit in wrestling it can it can be a burden to the match and this time it just wasn't like i i forgot about the 60 minutes until after um and i just think these two these two should keep going head to head time and time again i I just don't know how you leave this match and not have a great time watching it um so i'm recommending to anyone who maybe listens to this show and listens maybe just for stardom if you want to see something this is the time to go see it. Go watch Sari versus Shihiro Hashimoto. You will not be let down. A fantastic match. One of the very best of the year and has a very good chance of being in that conversation when the end of the year comes around. Hopefully, uh, yeah. they both have a lot more added to that. I think Sari will for sure. Hashimoto could too, you know, if we saw them, but I think this. The, the good thing about this, this time limit thing was just they, they kind of teased, okay, they might go over. I mean, they didn't really tease in the match itself, but in the, in the build up of it, that they can't go over 30 because Sari just can't get Hashimoto down. Mm-hmm. Which, which which is totally fine because in the end, you just limit yourself with a 30 minute time limit if you tell such a story that the underdog tries to slay Hashimoto, except they want to run a third match, which I don't think, considering the. The label of the show and all of that was was any kind of in, in contention. Yeah. So uh, I think if anyone, done... if they do run that third match, I think Sunday Girls will get that. So yeah, that would be that would be best case. But speaking of Sariism, who is next for Sari? Because if you just look, what we can potentially have as a Sariism main event, right? It's Julia. Julia Uroha. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're I, not running Mayu for the IWG belt in, in Shinjuku. I have convinced myself that Julia wrestles Sarisa. So uh, I think that's where they finally get their match before Julia yeah. goes to WWE. Um, but, 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 you, but you get my point that the problem long term is just Sari won't find the opponents to, to fill yeah. these main events. Yeah. If, well, if, that. It, Especially if she only wants to lay down or, or wrestle the, the top girls because yeah. well, there aren't many. Well, <laughs> the Yoshiko is gone. Um, I, there's a lot of ways to look at it because she's, she's interested in a lot of different wrestlers. But the, par- the part of Sariism is you feel like you need this super like epic matchup because like I think she would be perfectly happy facing the Mio Momonos and the Inabas and all these other competitors that she's learned wrestling against in other promotions but the problem with Sariism and you know this is something I learned when interviewing her the Kyrie one wasn't 
that wasn't a planned thing. Like, it just kind of happened, and she made it happen. Like, that wasn't a long-term plan. We're going to have Sariaism Chapter 2, and, you know, it's going to be me and Kyrie. Like, the opportunity came. She made it happen. I think these are going to be a lot more spread out because of that conversation we're having here is that there are problems getting the opponent and making the match happen. Like there's a real chance she eventually faces the Wada for the Sendai girls belt just because she beat her already. Um, but they're going to do that in Sendai. Obviously I would hope um, there's and the problem is also she, she's champion. So, yes. you know, she right. doesn't, Obviously, doesn't want to lose a singles match mm-hmm. because otherwise you could just could say, "Yeah, I'm I'm wrestling Nana Takahashi, a big match between two generations, and I'm laying down for her." But that's not going right. to happen because she's the, champion. The best bet I'm guessing at this stage will be tag matches um, until until something figures it out on its own. Exactly, exactly. Uh, like I wouldn't be uh, shocked if technically next... a third Arisa Nakajima match, for example. In, mm-hmm. at the end of the year something when yeah okay to, to be fair that that's all when she's back and all of that of course yeah. but something like that when when she dropped belt the back to reason and they can do the match in like 2025 or something in a main mm-hmm. event but, yeah you know that's like so far had that you just you know she needs to find something to still yeah I, I'm shows gonna... because otherwise you wouldn't waste your momentum but at the same time create something special I do think that she might do Nagi on her show. Yeah, that could work. That could work. The, because the thing with Unagi, while you know, I have my opinions on current Unagi in the ring or whatever, she's a draw. And I think Sari is obviously aware of that. Um so maybe that's one, but overall I do think like the next Sariism whenever we get it will be probably a tag match. And then if Julia's, if the expectation with Julia does happen and she leaves Star in March, April, and then sticks around Japan for a while until the few dates, I think one of those will absolutely be a Sari as a main event on her way out. But we'll Would she lay down for three? I mean... Okay, to be fair, they can't book it for any time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, they could just easily book a draw or she's going to WWE, what does it matter? Um, I mean, I know she she would probably care, but, uh, you know, if if they have a nice number, and like, that would have to be in Cork. They can't do that match in Shinjuku face. Well, they could, but they shouldn't, um, is my point, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. They probably just do a draw. Let's be honest. Um, which you know, or they do a tag match. <laughs> they could do that too, which is far less appealing. But I mean, just just to mention it, we we are going based off Sari saying in a Tokyo Sports interview that she wants to face Julia and Mayu to see in a singles match. Yeah. So Julia also said she wants to face Sari, so that's why I'm pretty yeah. sure it's going to happen. Um. <laughs> I'll also add when when she's done being Wonder Star Champion, Sayori I know is definitely an option for Suri as well. Um, somewhere down the line. They've had they've had a few connections through the past year already. But I, I think oh, the... yeah, I would never count out one of the La Fresa de Egoistas girls, especially Benny or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's ultimately going to be like, what does she find to be fitting of her big show? And hope I'm hoping I'm hoping that she can find a new Hashimoto, in a sense, like a new rival. But again, we have to wait and see. Uh, all right, let's come back. <laughs> oh, she'll keep bringing it up until it happens, um, which is crazy, but. If she could book Tiffany Stratton, it would be Tiffany Stratton. Um, just saying. But let's move to the Max Hart Tournament. Max Hart Tournament 4 this year. The TJPW uh, bracket-style tournament. It's not a round robin. Thank God. Um, that would be bad. Uh, <laughs> that would be terrifying, actually. But... Uh, they'll have two big shows this weekend for the first and second round. Then next weekend, they will have the semifinals and the championship match will be on the 10th at Cork and Hall. Uh, last year, Maki Ito and Miyu Yamashita won. Surprise, surprise. They're not in it together this year. Not due to Maki Ito going to GCW. However, Maki Ito is injured. So that is not happening. Instead, here are your matchups. We're just going to do a quick pick them because I, uh, I'm i not jumping for joy at this tournament. I'll say that. Uh, there's like maybe three matchups of hope or potential along the way. Uh, that might be high. But, three? Uh, okay. Nope. I See, I looked at Mizuki and I thought someone else was with her. So no, there's maybe one or two, and I don't think we're going to get the one, so maybe one total. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the first matchup on the bracket is Kaya Torbami, and I have no idea which rookie that is. Is that Hashiro? I think. Wait, wait I, I don't have – no, it's it's Haru. It's Haru. Oh, uh, okay. Runa is doing school stuff. Okay, it'll be Haru and Kayator Bami versus Yuki Arai and Wakana Uehara. I don't need to really tell you who's winning that one, I don't think. Um, it will bird. be Yuki. It'll be Yuki Arai and yeah. the bird. Yeah, it'll be bird. <laughs> um, they'll then face Mizuki and Shino Suzuki. I actually think Yuki Arai and Wakana beat them too. Yeah, it's it, it's she now. She got squashed by Rio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did get squashed. It was a sick squash, to be fair. It was a cool squash, yeah. It, it, it was five minutes, painless. That's yeah, that's the squashes know, I live for. Uh, I, I'm not the biggest Yukirai fan, but I prefer her in tag matches. I like Vakana. She She's a fan of this podcast, too. So, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Wakana's uh, our friend here at the Five yeah, Star Joshi she's, Show. She's a friend. So, she she you know, she's retweeted us multiple times. So we're cheering for Wakana all the way. I'm not doing the Wakana yell though. Do not even think about it. So so I think they will work at least at least solid together. Better than, than both. At least Sukurai doesn't still the matches, which is fine. Let's, Hot take. Know. I think Wakana's like. I mean, already, I mean, the, the party close to is, being better, but that's fine. The, the problem if just is that is. two of the tag teams you would expect to have good tournaments in terms of in kayfabe. Yes. Our two tag teams have no chance of winning the tournament because both of them 
have either a challenger or a champion that are going mm -hmm. to small. Mm -hmm. So it's like love it here. You know, it's funny. Like the team that should win this isn't going to win it either because they were just in a title match and got pinned. So this is great. Uh, anyways, we move on. Shoko Nakajima and Hyper Masao face Yuki Kamifuku and Mahiro Kiryu. I think Shoko and Hyper Masao definitely win that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. K-Fib-wise, it's likely the most interesting one. But, you know, it's it's Kamiyu and Mahiro. <sighs> yeah. So. She's not my hero, but that's fine. Um, uh, Daydream will then face the winner of that match. I just feel like they're not going to send Daydream to the semifinals because Miyu Watanabe is challenging at Grand Princess. So I think Shoko and Hyper Masao might be on their way to another final here this year. Yeah, considering the, the bracket and two teams yeah. that we yeah. think could make it or just not making it logical wise it just makes no sense for them Love so that. Fr from that side realistically it's shoko and misawa are the best choice to take yay like, i i would not be shocked if they are picking my hero and my hero and and Kamiyu if if the final wasn't Kurikan and they need the big draw in the main event somewhat well, they need some kind of... Uh, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> we have so Himawari and now Kikuda teaming up against Raku and Palm Harajuku. <laughs> Dear God. That team is like an attack on me. And then, uh, they, they are even winning. That's the thing. Yeah, I know, because Himawari is a rookie. Yay! <laughs> Daisy Monkey will face the winner of that. Daisy Monkey will win that match at least. Yeah. Like, and then we have Miyu Yamashita and Toga versus Moka Miyamoto and the soon-to-be graduating Juriet Nagano. Um, I'm gonna guess they're gonna win because I, I feel I, like I'm predicting they're going to the finals. Yeah, that's that was what because... I was thinking too. <clears throat> You have seen the interview. She clearly said, "Yeah, my my goal is it to win attack belts with um with Mocha." I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, how how far can you stretch the story without wasting a big spot from another tag team? And they should right. not challenge at a pay per view when they're or like at a big show when they're retiring. So the the furthest they can go is the Max Hart final, mm -hmm. and they have shown before in in tag matches that they have good chemistry. And they are a good tag team, so I would not be against it. And I would prefer them going to the finals and losing over Daisy Monkey, who should not lose yeah. another big match that early. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think Shoko and Hyper Masao are winning this because... Yeah. You, you because why Masao. not? Because I guess Shoko's, Shoko and Hyper Masao are seen in a bigger light. Um, and for Grand Princess, who the hell are the champions? Oh, Mizunami and I know. Uh, yeah, that works. So yeah, our our predicted final is the Karate Girls versus Shoko and Hyper Masao. Hey, you know they they surprised me with sending Miu to the Grand Princess main event. Maybe you're surprising me here with Daisy Monkey, but well, wait and see, I guess. If if Daisy Monkey wins, 
this tournament. They have to win the belts. And I don't see that happening. So, because, like, unless they wanted them to win them in, like, a big, you know, tag team versus tag team rather than a three-way, like they did at the Cork in the kickoff the year, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sense of something that at the end of the day I just have no they, hope in. They yeah, just just to mention it, they are teasing this little Arisa Endo Yuki Aino rivalry for like ten months now with the international princess title number one contender match in the main event of the Kurikan and then a tag belt match. So, you know, they have a story laid out, but the problem the, the question always is with TTPW, when are they finishing I'm sorry, Cody. Finishing that story. Damn, that's that's cold. Cody didn't deserve that. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything to you. Um, yeah, I think uh, I would love to see Daisy Monkey win this. They should win this, but I will not get my hopes up. And I will go with the safe pick of Shoko and Hyper Masao. Woohoo! You can tell. You can hear my yes. excitement. You know, you, you need to see it like that. You won't get a comedy Python style match then. That's true. That is a good point. See, you're tr- <laughs> you're trying to find the bright side of these things. Mm-hmm. I am not. All right, let's move over to start. I, I told you before you showed I'm going to bury this tournament, and it did the opposite. <laughs> yeah, you tried to talk it up, and I just had no heart. I had no heart. No heart. It's okay. It's okay. It'll uh, it'll be a tournament. That is for sure. It will be a wrestling tournament. Maybe. Anyways, let's move to Stardom in Osaka. They did a double weekend hitter over uh, in Eddie Ono Osaka Arena number two this weekend um, on Saturday and Sunday. So let's get into it. We kind of have a lot of little news bits here. Uh, so between the two shows, so we will get to it. I Once we get to the second day, I will obviously go over Suzuki getting sick and so on, but let's get through day one. So day one had Yunami Zamori defeat Rana Yagami. Uh, Rana continues to have strides in the ring for someone that has uh, 10 matches. I don't even think 10 yet. Um, and I think Yuna is always a very good uh, okay. opening talent. Uh, I don't have the fact up right now. I need you to, I want to ask you, when was the last time Mizumori got a pinfall victory in a stardom ring that is in a straight-up match? Huh. <laughs> um, it's a good question. <laughs> it's been a long time. I think, w- without knowing, there, w- there was a fact. I think it was October or something like that. Yeah, now I'm looking. <laughs> now I want to know. I think October's definitely right. Her last has... single twin was in July. <laughs> She's lost a lot. It, it, yeah, I know it for sure. It's her first pinfall victory aside of a, aside of a gauntlet since she, she joined Cosmic Angels. She she lost a pre-show match to Ruaka in October. Oof. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what their plan is with them. 
And with her? With Yuna Mizumori, uh, there isn't one. She is a pin eater. That is that is the plan with Yuna Mizumori. Yeah. She is another person who I think does really good at helping uh, Cosmic Angels matches be better, truthfully. Like, I think... I think she's qu- quite good in the tag matches and trios matches, but ultimately her role in this company is to be exactly that for Tam, Natsupoi, and Sayori, which if you yeah. just say that, if you say it out loud, you realize why that is her. She She's um, pretty much, okay, here, uh, she's pretty much in a Momokogo spot, even though I think Momokogo has a bit more upside yet. Well, you know, Momokogo had a title match once upon a time. Uh, high speed, even. Um, uh huh. Exactly. You know. You know who's not getting that? Yuna Mizumori. She ain't getting a title match. Um. Sorry. Sorry, Yuna. She did get a win over Rana Yagami, though. Which, you know, if she didn't, then there might have been even bigger problems because Rana is a rookie, and rookies. Huh. I need them to book Yuna versus uh, Yuzuki just for my entertainment, because I know who's winning that, and it ain't Yuna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my Sakurai defeated Lady C. Uh, Utami Hayashishita and Miyu Amasaki defeated Mia Shirakawa and Sayaka Karara. Um, I think we've reached the point where Utami is now winning with every move she does that she never Except went with. Except for finishers? It's very entertaining. <laughs> like, it's very entertaining. She's decided, I'm not doing any of my finishers anymore. And it, you guys it was an air raid fresh, right? This time. Yes. Yes, it was. Which popped me big. Uh, one of my favorite things now is just watching the Utami matches be like, all right, how are you winning this time? And the air raid crash. Remember when she had a baseball shock for like two matches? Yeah, and she realized she didn't like it. Yeah, it was not she, a good finish. She wins with the. Um, I like when she wins with the German with the bridge. Truthfully, I think that always looked good. Um, yeah. As, except when she hit the BT bomb on Tora in the tag title match, that was probably the best that moves ever looked. Um, she absolutely hummed her. Um, Karara, by the way, I feel like they could just easily, if they wanted to, put her in Club Venus, but we'll just keep acting like she's not. Um, but you know, Waka's coming back, so there's, there's, I, I'm, I'm not, not going to guess it because, like, we will come to that in a bit. Hey, hey, no, no, no uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Good. Yeah. That's not on the show. Uh, Natsuko Toru, Waka, and Fuki and Death defeated May Sarah, Hanako, and Yuzuki. Fuki and Death was able to get. Uh, the win over on Mesera to get a challenge okay. for the high speed championship. Why is it not on an Osaka show? Oh, what like the next Osaka show? The 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 pay per view, the the title match. Oh well, you see, um, because of Dylan, correct? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. So the reason for it is I don't know because they already I, have a I title ha- match ha- on. I have the prediction they will send out someone after the fucking death match and run once again a high speed title match at Osaka. That would make sense. Simply for me, Sarah, to get the record in quickly to do the Azumi match before Azumi eventually yeah. needs to do bigger things this year. Yeah, they're trying to boost it quickly because I think they want the Azumi match. If I had to guess at this stage at the Buntai show, they need to. I mean, I mean, okay. Well, to be fair, the high speed match last year's tag match. Yeah, but but if they want to to put the high speed title 
title on, on the line. They, they need to either Azumi or they ask Suruga. Yeah, it's a possibility. Suruga did, uh, I think Suruga. Or Hanan, pro. of course. I mean, I'm, I'm Hanan. I'm, listen, listen, listen. You want to talk about a match that I'm just patiently waiting for? It's that one. I do not know what we're doing. We're just, <laughs> we're just like, Jumping around it. Oh, let's what? have every time. Every this, time they get in the I, ring, they want to kill each other. I but then will. We're just like, I will call you to pay off. The first match is going to be in the Cinderella. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, Double I know. Every... after three minutes, something <sighs> like that. It, it's going to. They wrestle to a ten-minute draw. It'd be fine, but they won't. They'll they'll both fall out of the ring at the same time. <sighs> All right, frustration over for now. Uh, Mayu Itami, Hanan, Hazuki, and Saida defeated Gazai, Shuri, Mirai, Amisure, and Saki Kashima. When Hanan pinned Amisure, getting her win back over her all these months later, um, Amisure, of course, beat her for the Future of Stardom Championship, which I think most people forget that Amisure was Future of Stardom Champion. Um, this, yeah. this match was decent. The, 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 title, the title existed between Hanan and Rina. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of skipped the Ami Sarai part, which I'm fine with. Uh, now, <laughs> everyone, everyone knows my feelings on Ami Sarai. I, I think Hanan is great at these little details that you just remember stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there, there are some wrestlers that just would forget these things. But no, she, she just tweeted out, oh, yeah, I finally beat, or like said it, I think even. Yeah, I finally yeah. beat you, and blah, 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 and, and all of that, which which is cool. It's It's like the little bit that you just need to build up this artist title match for the next show. And as we saw, like you just said, they will have a title match at the upcoming weekend shows. Uh, so I you already know. That, I love that Saida tried to, to stand in between. They had like four on three stare down and, and teased which three members are challenging. And it was like so obvious it's not going to be Saida. <laughs> yeah, Saida. Uh, we'll get to Saida. She's alive. We'll when we get to the uh, Yuzuki thing on the next show. Uh, Sayori No and Sue Suzuki faced off with Black Desire, Starlight Kid, and Mo Watanabe, ending in a 15-minute time with Chara. Not a big shock here once Suzu was picked as Sayori's partner. Um, I think what's interesting moving forward isn't even like, we know Sayori and and, uh, Starlight Kid are going to face off obviously at supreme fight but what i find most interesting is like what they're planning to do with suzu right now because she's obviously in this weird spot where she was the main character alongside micah for the second half of the year and they clearly don't want to have her completely lose steam so they keep putting her in like these big bigger matches i won't say like this was huge uh but they can't beat her but she can't get many big wins because at the same time she's not really supposed to be heated up and then there's the julie aspect of all this right that we're just kind of we're waiting for and obviously the constant plan changing and all of that mm -hmm. whatever was planned originally and where we are now yeah so, so it's like it's it's fun watching her have to almost jump through hoops as it goes. Um it must be hard for her, I'm sure, but she's doing her best. She's doing her best. I just hope uh, best, I really I, hope that Julian match happens, but I lose hope a little best, bit more. The best, I, I mean, you know, 
the future, of course, is this pride for her. We, we said it before. There is no doubt about it. It's just the way they get to it and when. Mm-hmm. Uh, because l- let's be real. She has pretty much nothing going on, really, outside of going for the red belt again soon enough or whenever they, they want her to. Because yeah. when she gets again, challenges again, she needs to win. Um, mm. If it's against Mike, at least. Um the problem just is she's teaming with May Sarah, and that limits her in, in the attack division because they're not winning the attack belts anytime soon. With yeah. Sarah's current standing and Sarah being high speed champion, that and, and course, I don't think Aphrodite's losing anytime soon. Yeah, and then of course on top as well, then she has the Julia problem where originally they are building up a some some kind kind of team there here and there, but well that yeah. won't happen now anyway because. Julia is gone in the next four months. So she's just there and waits for the spot that puts her in the next level again, likely the five star, I would say. Yeah, this this, this is the this conversation the we had the last time you were on here with Micah. Yeah. And like, what do you do if she loses? Um we know what Micah has now, because obviously she won. Um, but with Suzu, it's like there's nothing clear outside of getting the tag title match. Yeah, with, with, with Micah, at least you have a clear direction with, well, yeah. she can't just go again for Suzu. You just right. can run it again. Suzu's like... In line, because in the storyline, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now the storyline is pretty much told, the chapter's told, the book is not closed, but the book's, I would say, should be... Pretty damn close at the moment. Yeah, for, for the for that storyline, because they would need to tell another completely new storyline with them. Yeah, because they cannot yeah. tell Mike is a loser because Mike is champion. This is not. Yeah, Mike is not a loser anymore. She is very much the world of Stardom champion. Uh, they're gonna need to tell a whole new story with her. I think right now it's it's about getting the Julia part out of the way, which is good. When... I get it. Yeah, it just it sucks for her, but yeah. They're at least plugging her. It, it's big definitely matches, frustrating considering she, she, you know, where she would have been right now if things went the right way and all of that. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the main event: uh, Micah and Megan Bain defeated Saya Kamatani and Azumi in a World of Stardom Prelude match. Uh, this was, was quite great. good. Yes. Yeah, I, I had a good time with this, as expected. Uh, I, I can't stress this enough. I. Love Micah versus Sayakamitani. Like every single time these two step in the ring, I'm so invested. Um, I think, like I, I've said that many times, because when Saya won the tournament, or not the tournament, the uh, battle royal, I was like, "Oh, oh, we're starting this off this way, okay." <laughs> and I'm so excited. I'm just so excited for that match because one, it create like I don't, I don't really have any fear that. Mike is losing because of the Julia stuff, obviously. Uh, no, no, they, you know, I, I kind of coped it at, at the beginning, but you know, but it, it's, it, it's pretty obvious that whatever it was, M- Micah, they are behind her, Rossi yes. and Bush Road, both of them, to yes. at least give her longer reign than V0. Yeah, and they, cons- they won't, especially go considering Saikamitani is currently. Goddess champion is exactly that. That also plays to it. But I like. Here's the thing. I don't even care about that. The fact that it's like it's scary enough, right? Because Saya has always had Mike Micah's number in like these these huge matches, Cinderella yeah. finals, 
Wonder Storm title match. So it'll be perfect. And I think the match will build its, itself this way that Micah overcoming Saya first will be so beneficial for her and the rest of this reign. And they can always come back to this because they have this long-term rivalry. I just can't wait. I thought the preview here was really good. And Megan Bain and Ozzy were also great. Man, I'm going to miss the shit out of Megan Bain. Like, I'm so sad she's leaving. Uh, yeah. She's gotten to such a high level of performance, and uh, yeah. she is leaving next week. You know, I'm I'm not gonna blame her because she has family at home and like no, 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 yeah, sure. So I'm not gonna blame her. I would have preferred if she at least stayed post five star, because you you saw in this match that she has her her struggles, especially when the pace of the match gets faster than she's used yes. to. She yes. had really problems to keep up with Azumi's offense, mm-hmm. which is you know well, fine. To because be fair, in she, AW, she isn't she needs, the only she, one. Yeah, 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 of course. Oh, the AW, she go, the, the uh, problem with this is, like you know, fine. She goes to AW, and then the pace is 50% slower anyway. Just look at the Mariah May debut that she had, because, yeah. you know, it just needed to slow down at the beginning because it wasn't used to such a slow pace. And the match was still really good, the TV mm-hmm. match. Yeah. So Mang, of course, it, it sucks, because you take away also like a side partner on the, on the two shows, yeah, that gives her the wins on the two shows as well because now you need to find something for Micah um, because she cannot team with Hanako all the time because she would lose all the time. Well, we got to get the tall person with Micah. That's how this goes. Tall people yeah. only with Micah. Those are the rules. Which is very funny, by the way. I think it's very funny. Which, which you know, which which is fine. Um, Micah plus tall person worked always. <laughs> it's it's just. It's a just she's the rag belt champion, so she shouldn't be have like a sixty percent losing rate or something like that. Oof. Oof. Especially uh, if you want to try to establish her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, she's gonna need a strong partner with her, and I just it'll be interesting to see how faction stuff starts to break down, possibly as soon as Supreme Fight. Uh, as we know, they have no problem just tossing in on these house shows now. Uh, so it could be at any yeah. time. But I don't think Mike is forming a full-on faction until a pay-per-view. Uh, as we saw with uh, God's Eye once upon a time. That uh, was or, weird one, yeah. <laughs> or Club Venus as well. That was also... Well, Club Venus was like half formed. It, it was. It, yeah, it was it, in a pay-per-view. Even on, that wasn't a pay-per-view. Yeah, that's true. That's right. The even both parts of it, obviously, the debut with the rest of them, and then the breakaway, and the Cosmic Angels fixing itself immediately after. <sighs> Anyways, let's get to Osaka Day Two. Uh, so originally set for the main event, and we haven't been able to see the show yet, not uploaded as of this recording. So we will just go through the results and what happened. Uh, but Sue Suzuki was sick. For this show, so we got a special main event of Utami and Sayakamitani versus Azumi and Meisero, which I'm very much looking forward to. Uh, but the opening match saw Mai Sakurai defeat Miyu Amasaki, Mina Shirakawa then defeated Ruaka and Lady C. Hey, good news for the Mina fans out there. She won one. Um, <laughs> stars Mayu Utani, Hizuki, Hana, and Saida defeated the all-rookie team of Yuzuki, Hanako, Rani Yagami, and Sayaka Karara. After the match, Yuzuki 
Shock the world. She's not going to Queen's Quest, folks. Nana, which I'm very happy about. She's going to Stars. She asked to join Stars. Saido was not happy about it. And Mayu Yutani accepted. That's it pays to be a stars guy once in a while, folks. It pays to be a stars guy. Not only do we got one future ace, we got two. We got two now. Uh, but in all seriousness, I like the uniqueness of this because it's very different from what we all expected, right? Because when you see Yuzuki, you kind of just think Queen's Quest uh, based yeah. off the gear and kind of how she's a little bit laid back. I feel like this will give her a chance to learn, well, obviously learn from Mayu, which is always a good thing. Uh, but, you know, her and Hanan, if you, you know, pay attention, seemingly have a relationship with one another. Um, they are training partners, I believe. Which... It, it looks like so. Yeah. You yeah. Know. If you go back and look at all Yuzuki's matches, Hanan is in her corner multiple times. And of course, you know we know Hazuki helps a lot, and, and Hanan is always with Hazuki. <laughs> yeah. ha- having an opportunity to learn from Hazuki as well is never a bad thing. Um, I no, I, I we... really do like this, even if on the surface it was weird for a lot of people. I was just very happy because one, I obviously I I think Hazuki is going to be fantastic, but I do think this is. I, I think you fall into a shell sometimes in Queen's Quest. Like, and when I say that is breaking out in Queen's Quest is like really sink or swim. It's like, can you reach the top level with the Utami Azami and Saya? Or Even you Azami just kind of struggled. Even Azami yes, struggles. exactly. Like Azami's Azami's obviously fine when she's like with the other two, um, but even so, like having that presence in that character i'm not saying or i refuse to say it with what queen's quest carries is really hard and i like that yuzuki kind of can branch away from that with stars so i really like this addition and it kind of creates now this sense of wonder for the rest of the rookies of where they'll go because this was more unexpected um because like with rana you would think god's eye or a way to tie Sayaka Kararo could be a surprise. Hanako, I think we kind of know where she's going to slot eventually. <laughs> Tall but... person go to Micah. Yes, that's, that, those are the rules. But I'm very happy about Yuzuki going here. Yeah, I I, I believe Hanako said in her backstage interview or something like that, 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 that was a Tokyo sports, that, that she was pretty much, I wouldn't say upset, but she was like, you know, once again, overtake Mayusuki even in, in taking or picking a faction and, and getting a second in one. So this continues their rivalry as well, which is cool. I would I would guess Hanako is the next one who gets a faction, and it's likely going to be the Michael one. Oh, Hanako flat out tweeted that she was. Oh, okay. Happy. It was it was. <laughs> I I, I, yeah. I just know I just know she said it, but it yeah, she there. said that she said I can't believe she was pretty much like I can't believe Yuzuki already got to join a faction. I debuted first, and it's just building. I love that they're building a rivalry between the rookies. You know, like that's so much more exciting than I think with some rookie. Like when we have rookies debut or new wrestlers, like sometimes yeah, you just have to wait and wait and wait. They're just going is, all in on this different like like the vibe just simply with um 
when when Aya and Hanako debuted against each other, they they just teamed all the time, and you know until Aya got injured, of course. Now you have like pretty much them all building up something for next two years, presumably for the future belt when whenever Yuzuki's winning it. Or of course, uh, oh. of course, of course you can't. Of course you can't throw in Miyamazaki, who also has some kind of saying as as a yeah, I don't know senior what, in the match what to do with her that. anymore. <laughs> um, the interesting part for me about the stars faction now is. Ida's gone, to, baby. Are they building to Ida leaving? Yes, I've thought that for past six months. <laughs> and you know the direction, right? <sighs> I think I do. <laughs> Micah's getting to lose it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I actually really like the idea of Mike and Saida together. Yes, um, like, they have that to- would be a super team. Like they, in terms they, of just effort, <laughs> they had they this. Much. This, of course, they had this rivalry over the future belt mm-hmm. and always collided with each other. I think last year they teased a bit again in, in mm-hmm. some kind of pay per view. I don't know which one it was. To be fair, it was a lot. To be fair to you, so uh, it's okay that you don't remember. I, I think I think it was, it was some kind of pay per view where they just had this this little sequence day and all of that. So there's like the clear connection there that you could easily bring up. And it would also help Saeed and Card because then she would be number three instead of number five. Uh, yeah. hmm. Let me see. I, I, well, I, when Kogum is around, she's yeah, she's five at least. Soon to be six. Yuz- she's behind Yuzuki now. And uh, yeah, we, we will see that, but she's five point five <laughs> at least. I, yeah, I, you know, we, I mean, that says all that we are comparing her with Yuzuki and Yuzuki's rookie. <laughs> I think they're high key going with a big Yuzuki push. I like I don't think they're gonna hide it. I don't think they're going to hesitate with it. It's why she won the rookie tournament. It's why she's the first in a faction. It's why she's getting a future stardom title match. They're they're not hiding it. And I think that's very obviously exciting because then it makes the other rookies want to stand yeah. out more. It's it's it, it's interesting to say like, it, it's, it's it's my it's, favorite thing that Rossi does, the sink or swim. It it changes up entire promotions pretty much, um, mm-hmm. entire and the entire promotion pretty much because of course with that now likely Saida jumping, we have now a new faction coming up. Micah also needs a strong number two that she will likely get. That would be interesting form. to see who that ends up being. If it's Ami Saray, I'm just gonna call Micah's faction the worst faction in wrestling. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's Ami. I think That'd be way real- too many powers. I, I, think, I, think, I think they realize that Ami's spot is exactly what she is in right now. Uh-huh. But at you the same time, so. would be not be surprised. I, I was, you know, I, I talked with Dylan about it, and, and Dylan is like, oh, okay, get Momo out of way to tie. <laughs> yeah. But Momo with the- Michael would rock. <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah, that I'm would be a cool fact. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, the, the, it, it's tough to find. Maybe they're going to mean away and just so no, fuck it. We, oh, I'm sorry. They did say no effort and just, you know, go with, well, Ida and Hanako hmm. instead of Waka and Kurara, likely. So. My wild card, which I don't see happening, but I just want to throw it out there. Like, because you, 
the thing is for me, like look at the roster. It's like who deserves to get a number two spot. It's kind of hard. Like you look at a way to tell you look at their top three. The only reason I'm hesitant is like I don't one, I don't see Starlight Kid obviously going to Micah's faction. And Momo's interesting, but I think they like her there. Um, yeah, I think she likes it there too. Yeah. She looks, she looks really motivated recently. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be it. Uh, we look at stars. It's probably going to be Ida that's leaving already for a Mika faction, if that's the Hazuki, case. Hazuki should likely not leave as long as. Hazuki honestly. leaving to be another number two would not make much sense to me. No, you know, especially especially right now where she has Hanan and yes. Um, yes. and Yuzuki to help with. Yeah, that's, so that's out as well. So logical choices somewhere from the outside of the company. My curveball here, which I don't expect to happen at all, but based off of our process of elimination here. It would be down to an Ami Sore or an Azumi, which I don't see either of them happening. Um, oh, okay. okay. But Azumi... I, I, I was expecting you to throw in Tomoka. But... Well, I'm not getting my hopes up. That's <laughs> Tomoka is the best... To, to me, Tomoka is the clear best option for a Micah number two faction. Both. Both of them. Just throw both of them in. Yes, just both of them together, absolutely oh. 100%. That's, <laughs> well, that's why I... Well, you see, we, we I, say this, but we forgot that, that Tamaka's already in the facts. <laughs> yeah, well, she can leave. Konami left, remember? Konami just dropped back in. She's like, yeah, I'm God's eye now. Uh, so we could just do that. You know, Tamoka's been gone long enough that I don't think anyone has to remember. What about my Sakurai? Oof, as a number two. Oh, I mean, I mean, they they clearly clearly told us yeah they're going different directions, but it's autumn, so in three months' time it could not matter. She could be. If this she makes sense, be, she, she should be the third member in the Crazy Star faction, I guess. Or she could be a short-term number two, if that makes sense. Like, while they build someone up to be in that spot, if that makes like. Technically, Shuri and Ami Saray were originally like the duo, and then Mirai joined. That's kind of what I mean. It'd be like Micah and my Sakura and Hanako, yeah, then but, someone bigger joins. But but then you can still do it with Micah and Ida. But then Ida is still tag champ, so it will take a while until they yeah. you know I cycle it out of stars and, and do that. It would like mm-hmm. likely take at least until April, May. Yeah, I think Ida will be a slow burn. Um, more so, but it, it's definitely intriguing. That's the fun of all this movement is that it's all very unpredictable. Like we all just what assume about, yeah. Micah about, and Suzu get factions. What about Kaguma? Because I think she could leave too. Considering Yuzuki is going to be the high speed specialist in two years' time, and mm-hmm. Kaguma has like as the number four and it starts nothing more to do. So they easily could could slot her in with someone as the number three again. That could be a possibility. She was number two once upon a time before Hazuki came back. Um, yeah, but it she was, was no, she was number no. Was she a no? It's true, Starlight Kid left. <laughs> yeah, it was like yeah. it was like a two three month span, but it was it was number two nonetheless. Um, I think she would be a good veteran presence for a Micah faction. 
That's I interesting. Mean, I mean, for me, the way they're building this up, and that's just my theory, is that they have two or three signings coming up because yeah. Mesa is not going to be a long-term number two. No. No. She 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 likely settles into a number three spot like Azumi and Starlight Kid. For the time being, yeah. yeah. So for, for me, it feels like they're bringing in new people soon enough, which would normally always be the case at the beginning of the year, but somehow this year it wasn't. Yeah, I think we're there, there's a lot. There's there's a lot to to you know they they need to move of course because otherwise it's it's just useless because some of these faction members need new spots. Yep, a lot of uncertainty, but that is the fun of it all. I think uh, I think a lot of intrigues coming, and I hope hopefully there are people joining just because like. If they want freshness no. is good. One one of the best things about New Japan last year was all the faction freshness mm-hmm. that we had. With TMDK, well, the... with the war dogs, with Yeah. We didn't have much movement last year. This year we're going to have all the movement. Um next up, we had Natsuko Toromo Watanabe, Starlight Kid and Fuki Death, Defeat God's Eyes, Shuri, Mirai, Ami Sarai, Zaki Kashima. Uh, Divine Kingdom, Micah and Megan Bay defeated Cosmic Angels, Sayori Ano, and Yuna Mizumori. And then in the main event, Tommy Hashishita and Saya Kawatani defeated Azumi and May Sarah. All right. Who got into this? Um, did they pin Sarah? Did they pin? I think so, they pinned Sarah. Wait, I thought they pinned her too. Uh, yes. Saya? I know Saya pinned someone with a Phoenix Strike, but I don't know who they pinned. They pinned? There uh, we it, go. It, it, the, yeah, they pinned yeah, Mesa. Mesera. Okay, that, that's at least interesting. Um, when are they doing Yeah, when are they doing the title match? Are they even doing it at this point? Because the Crazy Star one? Next, yeah. Um, probably the next cork, and if I had to guess, that would be a cool Kurikan main event. Yeah, we, we, we asked, I mean, I, I tweeted about it. Um, the, the podcasters, you, um, and especially Dylan and then Alex, Dylan, Dylan said it like, you know, <laughs> he wanted um title matches everywhere. So, title matches back with Kurikan is good. I'm, I want that. Please give me to that. Thank you. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. It would at least pop a better number than, than what they are currently getting. Yeah. I, I think if you put that match and Cork in that, because listen, if you're going to keep doing title matches on house shows, you better start putting them back on Cork. I think that's a fair request, no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Especially tag belt matches. I, you know, you, you should keep the the art, the world, and the wonder belt on on the pay per views, but at least the tag belt should be defended once, once like every two tokens. Mm-hmm. Especially if Kai, Kamitani and Utami want to go for the record. I'm tossing those or the artist on every single corkin. But switch it up all the time. You can you can always main yeah. event then with I don't know. Then Ruaka can get a title shot who normally does nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, 2000. Or my Sakurai could get a shot in the main event. I don't know. 
Uh, before we get to the presser with Supreme Fight, let's go over the cards for this upcoming weekend. Uh, it is Stardom Award Weekend, so we will have those awards next week. Uh, always fun to see who wins. There isn't an award that everyone can vote on. I um, voted for Micah. You all should vote for Micah. I voted for Mayu because I was on brand. Well, Does it make sense for 2023? No. I, do I, I don't care? even know for, for what the vote is. but I have no idea what it was. For. I think it was just it, like it will... fan favorite, truthfully. Yeah, shout out um, one of the Cosmic Angels or Club Venus is getting it. Micah could get it, but yeah, it's going to be one of them. Now, uh, Micah's getting another one, likely. Yeah, exactly. They're going to give like, they're going to feel bad for someone. Uh, all right. On the 20th, so Saturday, we will have the following. Megan Bain's second-to-last match in stardom will be a handicap match against Saki Kashima, Yuna Mizumori, and Lady C. Absolutely absurd booking. Um, <laughs> the, the funny thing is about is I, I, I want to see Kashima winning this. That would be so good. That would that would make my day. Uh, we have a gauntlet match. It'll be Tommy and Saya versus Saida and Yuzuki. It's so it begins. Azumi and Miyu Amasaki, Uraka and Rina, and Rani Yagami and Sayaka Karara. Julia, Suzuki, and Mai Sakurai face Natsuko Tora, Starlight Kid, and Momo Watanabe. It's a very intriguing one. Um, I would like them to maybe, you know, build a little bit upon Julia and Suzu teaming. But I won't get my hopes up. <laughs> Waka Sukiyama will return to the ring for the first time in a couple months. She will team with Mia Shirakawa to take on Micah. And yes, you guessed it, Hanako. High speed championship on the line. May Sarah defends against Fukigen Death. So, a way to get May Sarah a title defense here. Um, you know, here's my prediction. This is going to be Maysair's best defense yet. Yeah, I'm expecting a lot from this. I love Fuki and Death because Fuki and Death's been kind of like putting the putting it on lately, like just not full on shtick when she's around. Um, and obviously, we know Carrie's very good. So, as we've seen, like anytime they get Fuki and Death a title match. We usually do get that effort, and it usually turns out to be pretty exciting. And it's taped. I just feel like because it's taped, it's going to easily be May Sarah's best uh, match. Just, just how it goes. Yeah, and... yeah. The, the the thing is, uh, Yoniyama is the best in starting when she has like these seven minute matches, which she mm-hmm. just decides to turn it up and be awesome with it. Yeah. And Sarah needs this good defense. She needs it badly. She does. She does. Uh... Then we have the main event. It will be Shuri, Mirai, and Ami Saray defending the Artist of Stardom Championship against Mayu Yutani, Hanan, and Hazuki. I mean, this should be excellent. Like, there's, y- there's yes, yes. No... You say this. You say this until you realize that the last five minutes will be about Ami Saray. Yeah, yeah, um, but it's but, it's about the first part for of the real. <laughs> but for real, I'm scared they're running a thirty minute draw. Yeah, that's fair. There's a lot of matches on the show, though, including a gauntlet. So I don't know if I could just see them have Hanan lose it here um, to a Mariah Shuri. 
the, the so a big focus in this first month has been Hanan. In every single week, there's some big thing that she's in, yeah. uh, and it's very much following in what I said earlier this year with my prediction that she would get a big Wonder Stardom title match. Like they are building her up more and more every single week. So I do think there will be a finish here because I think she gets pinned, and I think it's going to be about. Be- I think it's going to be about her coming close again. And then she because... challenges for the high-speed belt down the line and fades again and mm-hmm. likely will... They're tallying these all up for a big moment. Li- likely will get a moment towards at Queen Emerald shortly before. Yes, Dream which Queen, of course. I'm excited for. I don't, mind any t- I don't mind any time if someone's losing like this as long as they're getting the opportunities. And she won to get this match, so it's okay to lose here especially uh, it's an artist belt match yes yeah, so and actually her breakout performance was an artist belt match uh once upon a time at a was a tag league show it was the in five star in oh yes yes um that was main evented by fwc versus yeah. Ami and Mirai. was that meltier yeah no it no it's true it was melty yeah yeah, because I remember but being I, later in the year in FWC. I was like, I'm pretty sure. That yeah, it was August. It was August. I, yes, yeah. that was the breakout performance for Hanan. I think this could be another one for her. Should I mean, be it, a great of match. Of course, it was Melty. She teamed with FWC. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, and then on the 21st, uh, we will have. Lady C and Miyu Amasaki versus Yuna Mizumori and Sayaka Karara versus Rina and Rani Yagami. That's an interesting duo. Um, hmm. Very intrigued by that, actually. Uh, well, Mina Shirakawa and Wakasugiyama versus Yuzuki and Saida. The problems are starting this weekend, folks, between these two. I can already feel it. I'm looking at this match, and I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, I could see if Ida gets pinned in this match, it's so over. Um we have my Sakurai versus Fuki and Death. That's a that's a match. Uh, Shuri, Mirai, and Ami Sarei versus Natsukotora, Momowatanabe, and Ruaka. Julia, Suzuki, and May Sarah versus Micah, Mega Bane, and Hanako. Pretty cool match to be Mega Bane's final match. It's kind of all the key parts of her tour here in one match. Obviously, she should be teaming with Micah. Uh, she's had constant matches with Suzu and Maysera. And of course, Julia was her great opponent at the end there. And you know, Hanako's around because someone needs to lose. Poor I girl. hope. I don't think it happens. Maysera should pin Mega Bane. You're absolutely right. Yes. If <laughs> if not Maysera, then Suzu. Yeah. But we both know Hanako's getting pinned. Yeah. But... We can She's dream. now in the Micah's train. So, uh, that's Micah's true. Train. That's true. I, see, if I was booking, I'd have the person that's leaving lose. But yes, that's just which me. means the person who's leaving is winning. <laughs> oh, jeez. She should not. That's the one thing that this match can't have. It cannot have Megan Bain winning against any of those three. Um but it should be very it should be very good. I'm looking forward to that one. And then the main event will be a 13th anniversary tag team match, all stardom born talent. It will be Mayu Yutani, Hanan, Utami Hayashishta, and Sai Kamatani 
versus Hazuki, Azumi, Starlight Kid, and Saki Kashima. That is homegrown. Yes, I said stardom born. I meant homegrown. But yes, all home, all homegrown talent. That's what we want. Yes, this is uh, that's a really cool match. Um, I love the teams. First of all, Maya, Mayu, Hanan, Utami, and Sai is very overpowered <laughs> because the other team has Saki Kashima. <laughs> so it kind of makes yeah. Sense. The the thing about you know the thing about this match is, is of course you, you have you have Aphrodite and well well Hanan and Mayu together who 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 will collide for the tag belts a little later of course and then on the other side you have pretty much the white belt scene for the next what twenty four months or something like that with Hazuki Azumi and Sada here. <laughs> You'd like to think so. And yeah. It's not. I also add Hanan into that truthfully, so you have the. Complete scene, or at least people that should be in it. Um, this match is gonna be really good. It will be, it will get a lot of time too. I love all star tags, I love all star tags, and stardom is really embracing them to kick off the year, which we will get to now. Let's get to the presser, shall we? Uh, but that is the stardom weekend, looks very good. Um, should be a fun little week in the matches. And then, of course, like I said, the Stardom Awards. But let's get to the 13th anniversary Stardom Supreme Fight 2024. That is a mouthful. The best way to call it is just Supreme Fight. Um, okay, uh, so they announced the main card of five matches, including the return of someone, which we'll get to. Uh, but the kickoff of it all was a future of stardom title match as Yazuki will challenge Rena for the future of stardom championship. This is the first title match for the future belt on pay-per-view since Hanan had the belt, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Ami defended it in Kurkin and, and some, some other, other stardom award show. Oh, it's an orchard. Yeah, against against Lady Scene and Rock, I think. My surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and New Bloods. So, yeah, so, first yeah. time on pay per view since I'm trying to get the pay per view. Midsummer Champions Kings of Midsummer on July 9th, 2022. Isn't, oh, isn't it weird? Isn't it weird that they have not announced New Blood yet? Yes. Very. They haven't announced a lot, though. If you look forward in their schedule, yeah. Um, but normally we had like new blood every five weeks. Yeah, they had a lot towards the end of the year, um, but like their schedule is very. It's packed in February, but March is still relatively here and there. Um, yeah, but There's we'll likely months. get that. I, to, to be fair, I don't know how far ahead they normally announce it because I don't check that or don't remember that. But I have the interesting stuff already announced. Um, February looks solid from the schedule standpoint, except, except for this one week where they have like four shows. But otherwise, it looks good. But well, Future of Sodom title match, Yuzuki, of course, gets her shot because she won the Rookie of Sodom tournament. She's not winning this, I think, likely, 100%. I would be I'm going to make the bold claim 
Now she probably doesn't win it, but I'm going to make the bold claim that she does just because I think it would be so sick to go all in on the rookie. I think Miyu Amasaki still winning this belt um, from Reno, but yeah, uh, they're, they're saving this match way too much to just give it to Reno, even uh, to, to Yuzuki here, even though it would be really funny. It's just Reno. It's on pay-per-view. That's the only reason I was like, hmm. interesting. Yeah, but don't forget when when Mio Masaki challenged for the first time, we we people thought she's winning and she didn't. Well, so. she's a lot more ready now. I'm happy they didn't have it happen then. But yeah, I agree. Um, and then we'll have another 13th anniversary match. It'll be kind of the 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 stardom uh, OGs in many ways against the newbies. It'll be Mayu Iwatani, Yutami Hayashishita, Nanai Takahashi, and Azumi versus Julia, Shuri, Mirai, and Suzuki. So, yes. Yes, everybody. If you're asking, it is the old, the Stardom OGs versus DDM. Thank you for asking. Um, DD, it's funny. DDM broke up, but Julia has not stopped teaming with DDM in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> well, this match is interesting because if, if there's a winner in this match, which I don't <laughs> know. It's team, is. buddy. <laughs> Yeah, Azumi is in it, so that's true. But I also I also think Mirai could eat a pin easily. Um, she could. The, the winner, the winner of this match, whoever it is, is likely the next challenger for Micah at the Cinderella final. Mm-hmm. No, so no way, Julia. No, no <laughs> way. No, normally, I I don't know how they how they will build up this, but maybe it I'll should be Julia. Up. I need them to get that match out of the goddamn way. Yeah, I I talked with Alex about it because he's the opinion they should run it at Puntai. Um, and I think that is really likely because we know they're always running the biggest match they have and the biggest story they have at the biggest show. Yeah, but but I I know I just don't know what the how they will do this with, with Mike in between because normally you should just announce Mike with Julia now for, for Buntai and sell tickets two months ahead. Here's the one but problem. They won't do it. The one problem, I, like Buntai makes sense, but she needs to lose the strong woman's title. And I'm well, like very confident she's losing that to Stephanie Bucker. Yes. You, you say this but I do. <laughs> the chance that Julia just does not lose it and bake it. <laughs> yeah, that's always possible. Like I would, truthfully, I think it would be safe to just have her vacate it before challenging Micah, um, which is. Would they put it on the line? I do not want them to put it on the line. I do not want Micah to get stuck with this belt. Um, no, I mean it... unifying, of course. Oh yeah, if it but, but then, but but then, of course, the the problem is just that you know that's not a starter belt, which which is another thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like that belt should be unifying with the IWGP if it's unifying. Yeah. And that that's still totally um, like I said, I, I I don't think it will matter much to to the match itself if Gina just drops the strong woman's belt to to Stephanie Vaquer in the US. Personally. But yeah, I just... get, but I personally just want this match to get out of the way for for obvious reasons because she's leaving and it would be kind of shitty to just give her the biggest spot. Yeah. After first six months. Yeah. 
I could see them if they don't do Juliet Buntai. Would they run Julia? Would they want run Julia in Nagoya against Micah? I have to feel they're just not running it at all. I think they wouldn't mind if they want to pop a big number. Because at this point, like with the way they're booking house shows, they're trying to get big numbers or bigger numbers or just give something, right? So I wouldn't be shocked. But my point is, if Julia isn't challenging at Bootai, I think it's either Utami or Shuri that is. Yeah, or Tam. Damn, it's done. It's, it's fucking damn. Yes. God damn it. Okay. Uh, next match, Tam Nakano <laughs> is officially back. Ah, against uh, she's TV with Yuta Mori against Mita Shirakawa and Oaka Sukiyama. Uh, yes. Before everyone says, "Oh, right, wasn't she supposed to be out longer?" Sure. Yeah, that was until she decided she's ready. Yep. She's good to go. Tam is back. Um, and Tam is on the road to who the hell knows anymore. Uh, she's definitely going to fight Micah for the belt. She I should. Think. She should. Let's, let, yeah. let's be, I mean, I mean, she's not winning, um, to be fair. But she should. Yeah, I thought that last me. year with Mina. Yeah. But being a two-time World of Sound champion is definitely something different than yeah, being a double champion with the Wonder World, <laughs> I thought was a different thing too. And we just gave that away. Oh, God, this, this. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm getting I'm emotional. Thinking. Sorry, sorry, now, sorry, uh, sorry, everybody. <sighs> but that that's the interesting thing. They have definitely the the challenges lined up for Micah. It should not be Utami because she should defend the tech belt. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think Utami. They can wait on. They they can. I, I personally would run Julia. Julia Tan. I don't, I don't know. The, the I, would go, I would go. We, don't, we don't know when Julia is gone, right? We do, but we don't. No, right? like, no we, we do but, when her contract is up, but we don't. I think she makes it to boot tie. Like, I am convinced she makes it to boot tie because it would be shocking. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm for her to just. The, the question is if she stays longer than that. Because yeah. I. I if it was my promotion, I would run a Fukuoka title match with Micah. Well, yeah, you should run that anyways. So I, I would just throw in Tam or Julia at one of these spots to have this big match in Micah's home count. Mm-hmm. And the other one gets a bunch of main. Have you considered major pain and they do Hazuki versus Micah? <laughs> um, yes. I would do that. I have. I, 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 you, you don't, you know me. I went all with, with all possibilities. Yeah. I, I like that idea. Um, I think the best way to build Micah's champion is you do Saya, Julia, Tam, one, two, three. Cause then after that, successful title reign, no matter what. Right, and, and after that, you just can, can throw her in transitional title reigns if, if she, of course, if they want you to hold the belt longer, which is just a mention thing. Because there's yeah. so many matches with Micah that he just can run. Shuri, Utami. Mirai. Mirai. That, could be her, um, that could be her full reign, truthfully. 
the, the but, entire eight man tag could be a full reign. Yeah, that's true. I can see Saya also, by the way, coming back into the picture um, by the end of this. But uh, of yeah, course, just... Supreme Supreme Fight also has Starlight Kid challenging for the Wonder Star Championship, and Micah defending against Saya Kamatani. Should be a very good show uh, for a show that has you know two big tags. I think they're. Uh, yeah. reasonably exciting one way or the other because one's a return and one's an all-star tag should be a very good show we still have to see what the rest of the card turns out to be but that is of I course would... february 4th. Oh, i'm sorry i i would guess they at this this naniwa rumble they ran last year where saki kashima earned this 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 yeah. high-speed title match which is a cool gimmick in my opinion yeah could could easily you know could easily set something up either for for Buntai or a bit before, uh, because I think Saki um, challenged for like the the high speed belts post um, post um, also Grand Premium and she won it in February. So let me see. I'm sorry, she challenged. No, she challenged before on a, on a random hurricane. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i remember that i remember that now yeah it's, it's i'm fine with uh whatever they add to this show i think yeah. it's harmless whatever it ultimately is i'm I'm cool with those being the big five matches though i think there's a it's, lot of excitement in an all-star tag i think it's it's something for fans especially native mm-hmm. fans to see this and think oh there's something for me to be invested in and to buy a ticket because yep. we had this problem with a lot of pay-per-views recently and we're just maybe one or two matches fans could seek their teeth in. Now we have at least at least four, consider at least kind of five. But I don't here. think Bell will still take us. But especially the top one is the big match here. And yeah, I was gonna say like we can look at the Tam match and be like, oh, okay, but that's going to be the big one. That's her big grand return. It's her gets mean like that is going to be the one to sell tickets along with the titles and so on so i think this is a very good looking show i'm looking forward to reviewing it in a couple weeks i kept thinking it was next like i thought i was going to be previewing it next week and i'm just not it's still two it's still multiple weeks away uh but perhaps let the people know where they can find you let people know what you're doing and all that good stuff yeah of course on twitter it's at peps under slash wrestling I write for Recipeurist, where I do the weekly Joshi Guide, including, of course, stardom coverage and other promotions, just about, we mentioned earlier, Wave, Istrim, Senegal, whatever's going on in Joshi Wrestling. Then on top, I am doing the ProGems podcast on the Five Star Network, which is a podcast about various smaller indie promotions where I cover once in a month. Um, promotions like All Japan, like Big Japan, like you know, even though the Joshi, Joshi promotions as well, all of it, it's always fun. I have different guests all over it. Scott is going to be on it soon enough as well. I just need to find the time and then, yes. Yes, make sure you go check that out. Check out everything Peps is doing. Very busy. Um, I know you are at this time, as of late especially. I know you're writing a lot and doing the – you did, what, two podcast episodes in the past – Two weeks? Yeah, I did. Um, on, awards, I, right? I did. I did the the December review, and then of course the year end awards for Virgins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, everyone, 
thank you for listening. Uh, go check out my article over in Russell Pierce about Mayu Yutani versus Shuri. Check out Stardom Road podcast if you want to see a beginner's guide to stardom. If you want to get into the promotion and don't know where to start, try to do our best that. That's on all podcast platforms as well. And yeah, I'll be back next week talking the Stardom Awards results, the match results from this past weekend, the Max Hart tournament, and uh, anything else that may pop up because I can't think of anything else. And we'll be previewing. Is there something next weekend? Uh, next weekend. Wait, wait. Did, uh, no, 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 no. Not that has me jumping for joy. No, there's nothing. Yeah, so uh, I'll just be back to talk all the results and any of the other news that pops up. Hopefully, hopefully, please, please. Be quiet. Yeah, by, by that, we will likely have to follow soccer cards. So that's true. That's true. And then the episode after that will be preview and so on and so forth. But for Pabst, I'm Scott. This is the Five Star Judge Show on the Fight Game Media Network. Until next time, see ya. See ya. Bye bye.